0: welcome to another episode of 30 minutes with Dailystraits.com. Our guest today is Greg Sheehan, the CEO of Playbooks. Playbooks is a B2B e-commerce platform that uses meeting as an ultimate place of business guidance, decision making and purchase. In other words, Playbooks make meetings suck less by making them easy and fun through a super simple meeting and collaboration tool. Then there are businesses with expertise in a particular product or a service who'd love to help others, especially when they are very Area of expertise is being discussed in another meeting. Playbook does everything. It brings everyone together. So today we're going to pick Greg's brains and ask him everything about the product and some of the company's expansion plans for the year. Hi, Greg. Thank you for joining us today from Auckland, I believe. Uh, kia
1: Kiora June. Actually, I'm coming to you from uh, the bottom of the North Island uh, in New Zealand. So about an hour or so from Wellington.
0: Awesome. All righty so how are you today
1: i'm very good thank you and yeah definitely good to be chatting to you today
0: awesome all right so let's dive into the questions so um, the first question is, how did the idea for this business come about? Because I believe you have two businesses, right? So this is the second one.
1: Yes, correct. This is my second startup. Um, so, yes, yeah, so how did, how did the idea come about? This was, um, this was really the result of me experiencing a problem uh, in my first startup. So my first startup was an accounting uh, business. And uh, I, I co-founded that with three others. And we grew that accounting business to be uh, one of Zero's largest partners uh, globally. And we used to have this problem where uh, our accountants would go out and want to talk to small business owners. The business owners would be looking for help on how to grow their business. And the accountants often um, needed more help. Let me put that politely. They needed more help to really know how to understand how to, how to build a small business better. Uh, than than perhaps what the you know, the skill set they had, and so that used to bug me um, i I used to meet a lot of accountants. Uh, I, I end up speaking at a lot of accounting events around the world, and I would meet all of these accountants, and they all had a similar issue. And so we tried to to say how could we go about changing that. And what um you know, I'm a massive believer in small business. I love small business, and I love that um, people can take something ideally that they're quite passionate about. It might be that they're a, a chef and they want to buy a restaurant, um, and they know how to be a chef, but they don't know how to, to run a restaurant necessarily they don't know all the ins and outs of leasing a building and hiring staff and rostering staff and things and 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 i've always been super passionate about solving that problem and helping small business owners be more successful and to to be able to impact that at scale um, or globally the easiest way to do that or the most obvious way of doing that was with software and so we built this business or you know we we started uh, off on this business um about 18 months ago and we were you know out to solve this problem and and uh yeah here we are startup number two
0: awesome okay so um this is about you uh your past so you've been um working with a a company like nike like a really you know a really good company and then you decided to dabble into entrepreneurship so basically like you know why the shift yeah
1: a lot of people ask me that right like i had i had a really good corporate career in the first half of my career i had as you say i was i was fortunate enough to work with some really amazing brands um Nike obviously is one of the most well known brands and it was such a cool company to work for um you know I also spent time in the airline industry uh, i was i was at air new zealand and so you know they were great they were they were really Cool roles to have they were challenging uh, I was paid well in those roles they provided for my family. Um, they were really rewarding um, but I'm a risk taker i I am one of these people who looks at life and knows that at some point uh, and hopefully it's a long way off but at some point i'm going to come to the end of my life and I have always wanted to be able to look back on my life and know that I really Challenged myself, and I did things that um, you know that I uh, that I wanted to do, and and wanted to give things a go, and so entrepreneurship was just a logical extension for me. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you get to choose exactly uh, what it is you're going to go and do. Um, you get a whole lot of unexpected events arise. Um, the speed of entrepreneurship and early stage business is so much faster than their normal business. So it's super challenging, but yeah, I love it. I, I, I describe entrepreneurship as uh, being like another sport and in fact, it's almost like being at the, at the elite level of that sport. Um, so it's super, super tough, um, but yeah, super rewarding.
0: Got it. So what was the initial investment to start Playbook? Look, we really
1: started it without much at all. Um, We got started, um, you know, with only a few thousand dollars and and really just kind of kicked off uh, an exercise looking at the problem we were trying to solve. Uh, And from there, we started to formulate that into an idea around some software. And then we started to cost out what that software would cost us to build, at least an initial version of it. Um, And then we raised capital. Um, to, to help with that.
0: So is this business an extension of your first startup or a completely different one?
1: Completely new business. Yep.
0: all right, completely new business and with new partners or oh, are you the only one who's uh, running the show?
1: Yeah, look I'm, I'm the, the only founder um, but we've got a, a small team of around five or six people uh, and we've got a, we've got an investor base of I don't know 20 or 30 odd, odd people. Uh, and we've got a we've got a board. Uh, it's very early in the company's life, but we've put a board in place because I believe in the value of a board.
0: That's really interesting. So, what about some of the challenges? Um, I mean, because you're it looks like you're a seasoned entrepreneur, so you wouldn't have faced much challenges building the product from the ground up. But if you did, what was it? Eighteen months. Oh, ago? I
1: had lots of challenges during. I still do. <laughs> I think really? There's this, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's this sense or there's this a kind of a misunderstanding that if you're a seasoned entrepreneur and whatever that might, might mean, whether you're doing it for the second, third, fourth time, whatever, that you, that you are not going to have problems. I, I think uh, the reality is actually very different. Uh, yes, you have experience and yes, you have um, more resilience. You've You've felt the pain before, you're familiar with the pain, you know the, the pain of finding product market fit or finding investors or having issues with team members or customer feedback that's not great. You know, whatever it is, whatever those things are that are tough, you know how that feels and you know how to deal with that feeling. Um, but perhaps because you're, a, you know, let's use that phrase again, um, a seasoned entrepreneur, you have higher expectations. And so you, you assume that you're going to be able to climb a higher mountain. Um, and I think the nature of an entrepreneur, and particularly those that I've always admired, um, ha, ha, is is sort of the nature is something that is quite, they like the challenge. They They like the danger involved with the size of the challenge. And so if they're seasoned, yeah, they just like to climb a higher mountain and put themselves under a greater level of risk.
0: So what was the main challenge you faced in um, producing playbooks? Did they tell you, oh my God, you know, you've got another business, why are you starting this? Or, you know, just, you know, it's hard to find tech talent, maybe? I don't know, did you have any of those?
1: Yeah, look, um, it's it's definitely tough finding tech talent. And I think that's a global problem, right? So we are, um, we're living in an era globally where obviously everything is moving digital everything, our whole world, uh, our lives are moving to become more and more digital. And, this, and the rate of change is just increasing every day and um, new software applications are being created. That's having this demand on, on software engineers. So it's very hard to find software engineers. And I think that's gonna that, that could be true for some time. So yeah, that's, that's been a challenge. Um, it's a brand new business trying to solve a problem uh, in a certain way. So finding product market fit, it's taken us a good 12 months to, to really find where that is. Um, and sometimes you can have, you know, what's often known as the curse of knowledge. So because you are experienced, you know, you think you know what the answer to a problem is. And actually um, you need to listen to customers and uh, really listen possibly more than you would um, uh, you know and or, 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 yeah you really have to listen more than you would if you were inexperienced so um yeah I, I I think in a sense yeah the 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 inexperienced uh entrepreneurs is kind of in a sense they don 't know what they don 't know the The experienced entrepreneur thinks they know what they know, and actually that is not necessarily a good thing
0: awesome, okay, so early on in the podcast, you were explaining about how the biz the app helps small businesses right. So I have a question here, how is this product different from Microsoft Teams and Zoom? Because Playbooks is very much a meeting centric app, right? So um, maybe the first thing is take us, give us an example on how Playbooks can change people's lives.
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. So you're right, I mean, this is a common question I get, is this different to Zoom, for example? And uh, so this is not, Playbooks is not a video conferencing tool. it, it, it integrates with video conferencing tools, but it's not the actual video conferencing element. What it is, it's all about collaboration and productivity in collaboration and meetings. So for example, um, you know, we, can, we can run a meeting, we can share uh, the, the build out of what we're gonna talk about. So let's say there's five or six people in a meeting, they can all get an invite to the meeting, they can all jump in and add things to the agenda. You can move those agenda items up or down you can record notes in the meeting, so you can actually make those notes private to you as the, as the user, or you can share those notes with everybody else in the meeting. You can record actions and assign them to other people, um, and they can have those actions appear on their own personal dashboards of, of to-do lists. So it just makes that whole process a, a lot easier. And then at the end of a meeting, you, you simply hit the send meeting summary button, and everybody's got a record of everything that was discussed and agreed at that meeting so there's no more following up with emails after the meeting to talk about and you know hey this is what you were going to do this is what you were going to do so that's all gone and then where we're heading with the product um, is the ability to share meetings across wide groups of people that we call spaces now spaces is a concept that allows uh either a, a like a a section of people, there could be a, a department, there could be some sort of community group uh, that want to get access to all of the different interactions, all of the different meetings that were held, all of the documents that were shared, etc. for that. So um, just that, that ability to do collaboration much easier. And I guess the main, the other main difference between our tool and any other tool on the market is we actually have content merging with with our meeting tool. So we actually call it content guided collaboration. And so that content can be, it's generally two types of content. It's either a business process, might be here's how we like to do something with a new customer that we're onboarding, or here's a technical process that we wanna do with a client or one of our colleagues. And that process is a series of playbooks or content that we get to use and run through step-by-step in our meeting. And record actions against that content and you can create whatever content you want and drag that into your meeting. Um, But equally we've got a marketplace on the content. So what we're allowing people to do is if they've got some expertise on whatever it is that they have expertise on, uh, but but a business product or a business service, we're allowing them to create a playbook, put it into our public marketplace, and other people can use their playbook to help solve their problem. And obviously what that does is it positions the the external expert as the expert with this product or service, and then potential, there's potential to connect uh, the people who've got the problem with the expert that can help solve that.
0: Awesome. So when you said record, you meant voice, right? Voice record?
1: Uh, so No, no. There's no voice recognition in the software yet. But okay, the key yet. word there is yet. Mm.
0: Awesome. And also, right, um, you I mentioned that um, you can have a, a marketplace. So, is the marketplace free for the, web, um, the you know, whoever wants to put yep. your service it, there?
1: It is. It is. So, people can access the tool for free. Um, they can access the meeting tool for free. They can access the public marketplace of playbooks for free. Um, and we actually charge, uh, we, we, we have two types of, uh, of ways of monetizing the platform. So if you want to integrate your calendars uh, and other tools, your CRMs, et cetera, into our meeting product, you you pay for that. You pay a small monthly fee per month. And equally, if you want to promote your product or your service by creating a playbook that's branded with your own company's branding on and have that shared into the public marketplace for people to see your brand and your product and service expertise, we charge for that as well.
0: Okay, great. So... What about um, competitors? I mean, uh, this is a normal question yeah. I always ask. Do you have anyone, yeah. is it uh, Microsoft Teams or Zoom or you're completely unique?
1: Yeah, we. I guess, I mean, we have competitors on each side of our platform. So if we think of content, on one side and collaboration on the other. So in terms of collaboration, you know, you're right, there's tools like Zoom, tools like Microsoft Teams, you know, there's all sorts of kind of meeting application software. And then on the content side, content, I mean, content is such a big area, but if we think about it from a business content uh, point of view, that's generally things like file storage platforms like Dropbox uh, or Box or, or Google Drive, et cetera. But nobody has bought the content side and the meeting and collaboration side together into one platform. So in that sense, we're unique, but we have competitors on each side of the platform.
0: Awesome. So um, what about, um, I'm going to ask this, where are you most downloaded in? Is it New Zealand, your home country?
1: Yes. Yeah, New Zealand and Australia. Probably Australia is actually probably stronger than New Zealand for us at the moment. And that's been our focus. Our focus has been Australia and New Zealand to, to, to date.
0: Anywhere else in America?
1: Yeah, we've had we've had people use the software in the US, uh, in Canada, uh, the UK. Um, but you know, our focus is very much on those two countries in terms of uh, you know the, the local on the ground team. We've got we've got um, somebody in the ground in Australia. Rest of the team here is in New Zealand. But it's a small business, right? It's it's, it's we're small. We're just getting started. Classic startup. But we, but if people want to use the tool wherever they are in the world, they can use that now.
0: Awesome. So, um, coming to that, how many, how many people do you have right now working on uh, playbooks?
1: It's about, um, I was, I think it's about in, all up about eight right now.
0: Awesome. Okay. So, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the expansion plans for the product and the business? So, you said you wanted to add in voice, right? When is that going to kick in?
1: Yeah, look, um, we are working on our product roadmap. And although I don't make the product roadmap public, we are looking at adding, doing some cool things um, with the product. So things like, as you say, voice recognition. So the ability to add uh, an action in a meeting just by simply asking the the software to record an action. Um, Handwriting recognition software. So integrating with your handwriting recognition so that if you're using a tablet, uh, you can easily you know, write notes to, in the meeting, but have that recorded in, in the platform. Beyond that, wh- where we're sort of getting quite excited is the ability to really do some cool things around content. And um, by that, um, a- at a minimum, just being able to add a, a lot more rich media into our content uh, playbooks. So at the moment, playbooks are a, essentially it's a rich text editor uh, with the ability to add hyperlinks and, and, and notes, etc., we want to add rich media, so video, imagery, et cetera. Uh, but beyond that, the, the, the ability for us to uh, have a content play that allows not only much easier creation of content, but also consumption of content. So imagine um, some sort of you know, browser extension where you can go in and type. Uh, you know, you're looking for help on a, on a particular issue. Um, and then uh, it, it suggests a, a playbook or a series of playbooks on that particular topic, and then you can use that to help you solve your particular problem. So there's a bunch of things we want to be able to do there, uh, but obviously, you know, it's, uh, it's it's early days.
0: So expansion plans for the company. Are you looking for seed capital or investor external investors?
1: Yeah, we're in the middle of a seed round right now, <laughs> and we oh. uh, it it actually closes uh, at the at the end of July. So that's that's very active right now.
0: So what happens after that? What is the, um, yeah, what's the, what is your next move?
1: Yeah, that's, so basically this capital is then used to really respond to, uh, we're putting a new product in market at the end of July uh, that everybody will see uh, probably yeah, close to, close to the end of the July. So this money just allows us to accelerate our engineering development, accelerate our, our, our user acquisition strategy Uh, and then build into our our future product roadmap that we've got lined up for the next sort of 18 months or so.
0: So are you saying that this is a beta version or this is
1: already? Uh, No, we've, yeah, we had a beta version out uh, probably six months ago and we've used that to get customer feedback and and early customer feedback. This product that gets released in a few weeks is, is the result of listening to all of that feedback and responding with, we think the first, you know, really cool application of the product.
0: So, sales same name playbooks.
1: So, sorry, say that again.
0: Is that going to be a same name playbooks? Same. Yes. Same it's,
1: playbook. Yeah, we're, we're we're working. It is. It's still playbooks, but it's just a new a, a bunch of new features that we're bundling into a, a particular offer inside playbooks.
0: Oh, new interface and like an absolutely. Um,
1: new uh, no. Product. Not, no, not a not a new interface. Just a series of aspects to the tool that are not there now that'll make that collaboration much easier. Um, so wow. yeah, that's we're, as I say, we're working on the name at the moment. It'll it'll be released. We're hoping to release it about that third week of July.
0: Oh, that's really soon. That's yeah, really soon. soon. So um, right now, the app, right? And does it need a minimum usage of two people to be able to work, or can you just use it as a one? one person one man sure. no you
1: you you can use it uh, obviously meetings with one person are not particularly uh, effective but you can go and consume playbooks on your own so you can sign up to the account on your own and then what you can do is you can invite somebody else into uh, into the meeting as well and they can sign up and create an account as well
0: awesome and then this is like specifically for you said just now small business do you expect to um increase your target market to other um, you know, big entre- enterprises?
1: Yes, uh, that is, you, you're, you're absolutely right. So we've had a lot of interest from enterprise. Um, yeah, look, my passion is is small business. As I said at the beginning, I, I, I have a particular love for people running their own small businesses. Um, that's, that's the thing that really kind of gets me excited. But having said that, we've had a lot of interest from larger enterprises that have a need to manage their meetings and their collaboration better and have a lot of content and that content is either sitting in some sort of intranet that's not widely used or it is uh, on some sort of you know, Google Drive or something and then people can never find the right document. Um, there's multiple versions of the same document. And so they typically don't quickly grab it in a meeting. Um, so we wanna remove that process as well and just make that whole process a lot easier. Um, and and so we're getting interest from some banks, uh, some government ministries, and, and some you know, larger corporate businesses as well. Right now, though, we're not putting a focus on that, right? You know, like with all classic startups, you have to put a focus somewhere. And our focus right now is on small business.
0: Okay, so what's the maximum number of people that can uh, go on the app for uh, at the moment?
1: There is no maximum, really. I guess it just comes down to, um, so, so we don't cap it. There's no, There's no absolute limit. It's just that as you start to move into, you know, if an enterprise comes along and they say, hey, we've got a you know, hundred people, or we've got 500 people, or we've got a thousand people, those organizations typically require a couple of things that are very different from small business. One of them being security. So they'll have much higher levels of, of security. Um, and so we've got to ensure that our software has, has the ability to, to protect their organizational data. Secondly, there's a, obviously a much wider issue around what we would call organizational commissioning. So uh, in, a, in a larger organization, there's often more layers of management. Different people are allowed to have access to different things. Um, that level of organizational permissioning is not built into Playbooks yet. And, of course, organizational permissioning in much smaller businesses is not really such an issue. However, what we're releasing in two or three weeks will allow um, yeah, smaller businesses to be able to share more broadly across across the teams, et cetera. But, um, yeah, that's so it's, yes, there's no limit, but in, in absolute terms, but there are some perhaps some day-to-day practicalities that we would need to work through first.
0: I just asked because you know if there's hundred people, will the app you know slow down or break or you know that kind of thing? Oh, it's fine. It will still run. It's, it,
1: it's, no, it's definitely going to run, and it's and it's definitely uh, not going to slow down. I guess that's the. The issue for us is as we scale to make sure that we've got, you know, the the, the speed and the processing time is is fast. Uh, we're in the Azure uh, Microsoft Azure network, so we can scale our, our backend reasonably quickly. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't see that being an issue.
0: So I asked this to all tech founders. So this is a tech, it's an app, right? So. Moving forward, are you planning to list this in the stock market? Is this part of the roadmap or not?
1: Yeah, look, I, I, I don't have any firm uh, plans to, to list at this stage. There's um there's, there's good and bad reasons for listing. I mean, if you list early, obviously, uh, you get access to capital, which is great. Uh, but your compliance costs you know, increase um, with listing, um, and you are under sort of public scrutiny. And so you have, you have less what I would call wriggle room when you're publicly listed. You can't big moonshot bet on things as easily, because you're under the spotlight of the public market. So you have to be a lot more cautious. Um, whereas if we remain in the private market, uh, raising capital can sometimes be you know, uh, more difficult because you don't have the, the liquidity of a public market, um, but you can remain private. And so you get to be able to place bigger bets and do some things that are a little bit little bit scarier uh, and a little bit riskier. So, So we're always going to be weighing those two things up. Um, so never say never, but it's, it's, it's not in the current plan.
0: Okay. So finally, the question is now you have two businesses and how do you use playbooks to make your life easier? Do you use the product? And because you know, you have two companies running concurrently, right? So how does, how has playbook changed your life?
1: Yeah, look, uh, to, to be clear, no, I, I don't have, I've got companies that I'm a shareholder in, but I'm only active in playbooks. So my hundred percent of my day goes into playbooks. We obviously use playbooks internally. So, uh, and you would expect us to, right? You would want us to be mm-hmm. using it internally. So, how's it changed my life? It's just meant that I don't, at the end of the day, I'm not sitting there sending out emails, um, following up actions that, were, that, were, that I needed to record from, from meetings and interactions I've had during the day. As well as that, uh, you know, like for example, I was in a meeting yesterday uh with one of my team and we agreed that I would do the action and he was able to type into playbooks um it's Greg, allocate it to Greg, and then it pops up on my on my dashboard. So I don't have to take an email from him. I don't have to type it into my to-do list. It's there. It's just automatically there for me. So I can see that. So it's just it's just made our lives, you know, running running sort of back to back interactions and meetings much easier, much faster.
0: Awesome. And that is all the time that we have today. We've been speaking to Greg Sheehan, the CEO of Playbooks. Thank you, Greg, for your time today.
1: Thank you, Jane, it's been a real real blast.
0: Awesome, and the pleasure is all ours. Be sure to join us next week where we will interview another awesome entrepreneur from across the Tasman. Thank you very much.